Welcome to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina. This episode is sponsored by my very own DIY PR course, Make Your Brand Magnetic. It walks you through everything you need to know and do to get your brand featured in the media and therefore to get your brand in front of that wider audience in a way that will draw them in and make them want to seek you out to see what you have to offer. If you feel like you're sick of chasing down clients or customers and want for them to instead read about or hear about you and choose to come to you when they're ready to take part in what you have to offer, this course is for you. I created this for all the people who come to me for PR advice, but don't feel like they have the money to hire a firm like mine yet. If you've heard any episodes of this podcast, you've heard me talking about how any of you business owners can do your own PR. It's just a matter of having a guide and knowing exactly what to do when. So if you're not quite to the outsourcing stage, but no PR is something you need in order to grow your business, check this out today. Listeners of the podcast can get 20% off with code FME. So it's a no brainer investment in your biz. You'll find the course on my website, polinapr.com, P-O-L-L-I-N-A-P-R.com. Now on to the show. Today, I want to touch on pitchable angles. So I always preach that really anyone, almost anyone can use PR in their business and be able to benefit from it. But one thing that I think is important to keep in mind is that not everything is applicable for PR. Well, I do think almost anyone have to say almost. I mean, there's always the instance and honestly, mostly it's like an MLM or like something where you don't actually own the business or you don't, for whatever reason, have like, let's not get into that right now. (laughs) If you don't really own the business, it's tricky to do PR in that way. Or if you're not the only person like selling that product, things like that. But I do think almost anyone can pitch something and has something in their business that can lead to great media coverage. But it's always important to be clear on what these things are, what these angles are, and what differentiate what's differentiating between the things that might not be worth pitching and the things that are. So usually the question is not, can you do PR or not? But the tricky part is figuring out which things are worth pitching, which things aren't, where you should really be putting your PR efforts and where you should be spending your time reaching out to media and about what. Because because not everything is, right? Not everything is actually very pitchable, even if it's a great thing that's going on in your business. And that's fine. Um, But that is where I see people sometimes getting tripped up with this because they say, you know, I want to pitch media um, to write my story. Um, but in all honesty, they haven't identified that pitchable angle. So they're thinking they want to pitch their business in general and have people write about it. Or they're trying to get an article written about an upcoming event they have or something like that, which people just really don't do whole articles on usually unless, you know, again, totally specific circumstances, if it's like a huge, huge event or like a major thing in the town or whatever. But for most typical small businesses, local businesses or online businesses, nobody's really going to write an article about a one-off event that you're doing unless there's like a super really good hook. So anyway, it's important to identify a great pitchable angle before reaching out to media. I don't want you to waste your time. They don't want you to waste their time. It's better in just all around in terms of building and keeping your relationship with the media and getting more for your effort. Um, So here are some things to keep in mind um, 
to make sure you found one, to make sure you found a pitchable angle, something worth actually going for. So the first thing is to set yourself apart. And this is honestly the most important thing to keep in mind. Maybe it could be the only thing that you really think about in order and to, and find a pitchable angle. So what are you doing? What's your company doing? That's different from the rest. What sets you apart from other people in your industry, other businesses doing similar things to you? Yeah. How, how can you be different than what they are? How, what do you offer? That's, that's a little bit more unique and lead with that for your pitches, figure out what it is about your company that deserves people's attention. Again, you may be doing something similar to what other companies are doing and that's fine, but there has to be a reason of why you're different, why you're unique or why you're the best. You know, the reason that people are choosing to work with you instead of the other businesses that might be doing something similar in your, in your industry. So if you can't figure that out, that might be something worth really thinking about because it's probably going to help you get better and more customers or clients anyways, if you can really differentiate that a bit more. But chances are you have a reason. Chances are you know why you started the business. You know that you're offering something a little bit different than what other people are offering. And that might be your reason. That's what makes you unique. That's why people would work with you over someone else. And again, that's what you use as part of your pitch. That's what makes you interesting and unique and why the writer would do an article with you rather than maybe your neighbor down the street who offers, you know, technically on paper, the same thing that you do, because that's what you need to think about is why would they spotlight you over someone else who's doing essentially the same thing or doing a very similar thing. They have to understand what this reason is, meaning the writer They have to understand what this reason is, why it should be you specifically for this story. Um, So figuring out that is the number one thing to do. Kind of similar to that vein is the expert's take. So thinking about creating a pitchable angle based on yourself as an expert. So based around your expertise and what you can offer to readers of this publication based on your experience. So using yourself as a thought leader in the industry, leveraging your knowledge and what you can teach people to offer that advice to the publication that they can then offer to their readers, basically. So giving people the information that you have, essentially, you don't need to have a fancy title. You don't need to like have this expert title to be an expert. It means you have the expertise. It means people are paying you for the service that you offer Um, It means that you've been doing this for a while. You have this expertise just from doing. You have experience doing what you do in multiple different capacities. You know what you're doing and you can essentially teach other people and you can speak from your experience. You can speak from, you know, best practices that you have found over time from working with different people in different, you know, in different ways in this you know, whatever your topic or industry is, and you can explain things based on your experiences doing them. You know, you're not just going to be regurgitating something that you read in a textbook or, you know, something you learned. You have to have experience actually doing it and preferably figuring out even bigger and better ways of doing it than what people can normally find by trying to learn about it somewhere else. Um, Because there are things you've learned from, you know, maybe doing it in your specific niche for a while or in your specific area, um, location, whatever that may be. So this can be a great way to pitch yourself for an industry specific publication, um, the business specific publication, any of those things where you can, again, it's a publication where the readers would be interested in a certain type of topic or expertise. 
<laughs> where which has to obviously be wherever you, whatever yours is in. <clears throat> so you probably have sense of what those would be. So that's another great way to get yourself, you know, featured in an article. That's a great pitchable angle is your expertise and the things that you can talk to people about, you know, when you see things like five ways to do this or like three tips on being the best at this. Those are kind of those expert tip pieces that we're talking about. Um, Another thing is keeping a pulse on the culture and current events or trends going on in the world or in your town at the moment. And so how can you tap into this current culture, what's happening in the news right now on a local or national level that might tie into what you offer, tie into your expertise, tie into something that you can kind of tie yourself into. So, and that can be one of the best ways to get kind of that real-time coverage, be kind of featured in a more newsy type of way, you know, in a more newsy type of publication, maybe your local paper or something like that, or like getting a timely piece that has to do with what's going on right now. Um, A pitchable angle for this would have to be something that is currently going on, you know, it has to be right now and you have to pitch that quickly because otherwise, you know, if it's something that happened last week, it probably won't be newsy anymore um, this week. And again, you have to have that unique take on it. There has to be a reason that they're going to want to talk to you about, you know, whatever it is, what you have to offer based on this or what trends you see or how your thing relates to the news and, you know, the current events of what's going on. So a lot of people do have something that can work for something like that, or that would work for, you know, depending on a trend that does come up. A lot of people have a business where this will never be something that will work for them. Um, But it's worth talking about because it is a really good one. And it's worth just kind of being in tune to the possibility that you might find a pitchable angle there. Because again, it's, it's newsy, things in the world are changing all the time. There's often a way to kind of fit in. And it doesn't have to be super newsy. It doesn't have to be that you're going to be in like, you know, the New York Times. Like it could be tapping into a trend, you know, and I'm terrible at thinking of examples off the top of my head, but um, uh, makeup trends for spring. Okay, that's super general. Um, but maybe there's a certain trend and I would not be the one to even be able to think of something like that off the top of my head. You know, like... A certain ingredient, maybe, that's being used a lot in um, makeup this spring, and people are talking about it. So maybe there's a trend there, and your product has that, or has there's a reason that you don't use that ingredient in your product, something like that. So you can kind of tap into something people are already talking about, something people already care about, and offer your take on it. So that's where you can get a pitchable angle in there. And then, of course, if you have a big launch, launching your business, or you have a product business and so you're launching a new, a brand new product, or you have a really newsy thing going on in your business, then that's something that can be worth pitching to the media. And potentially, you know, sometimes it's, you know, if it's again, a product, say you have your makeup product, there are obviously a lot of makeup kind of focused publications, product focused publications, lifestyle publications that would be interested in that potential launch. You also might be able to potentially tap into local publications who are kind of interested in that, like, oh, local woman launches new business, you know, something like that. Or yeah, they're interested when when a local person is launching a cool new thing sometimes. Um, So you might kind of get that little angle there too for your your local or more kind of local publication. 
what would not be pitchable for most publications would be like the launch of a service-based entrepreneur's online course or group program or some kind of coaching thing. Nobody's going to write a story about that. And I do see people ask about that a lot. So like, well, I have this really amazing, life-changing brand new thing, but really it's not. Nobody's going to write a story about that. To be pitchable, it really has to have a wider appeal. And not to say that your thing is not amazing and life-changing for those who are going to do it. But honestly, it's those things are just a dime a dozen right now. And it's really hard. You'd have to have a really go back to number one and find, you know, what sets you apart. It would have to be huge. And it can't just be, you know, what makes you a different person than someone else. You'd have to have something really huge, like be a celebrity, maybe. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't even try to think about how you could make something like an online launch like applicable for a mainstream news kind of pitch. Because again, it's it's a wider appeal. It's those things are just happening all the time. They're always available. You can find something like that by anybody anywhere. So yeah, I feel like I just have to like reiterate that always launching a unique physical product can be newsworthy. Launching a unique physical product can be worth a pitch. Launching a coaching program is not because again, it's just a dime a dozen. There's no real way to make your stand out from anyone else's. And it's just, I'm yet to find a publication, you know, unless it's like a totally niche, niche, niche coaching publication for your specific topic, then there's no real way to make, I can't picture an, a writer or a publication focusing on something like that. So um, if you do have something that's super newsy, something that is real news for your community, it helps the whole community. It is really different and unique, something that hasn't happened yet in your neighborhood or whatever. And it has to be new. So that then those things can work. Those things, can, those are the types of launches or, you know, newsy things. If you're doing something different, that's new. Again, it can't be something that's been going on for a couple of months, something you started months ago, and now you're thinking, oh, I should pitch this. Chances are they're, that's not just, just not going to really take off because it's not news anymore. Something is news when it's brand new. So if it's already been happening for a while, you might have lost your chance um, unless there's a way to kind of relate something new to it. Maybe you're expanding it or, you know, now we're going to be having it now go to more towns or, you know, help more people or whatever. But yeah, there'd have to be a new way to really relate it to what's going on and a new aspect in order to pitch it now. So you really want to catch something like that right in the beginning and pitch it when it's just starting so that it has that excitement factor. But then in that case, you know, that's, that's a great thing to pitch something that's really brand new, really new, really happening for the first time ever and going to be applicable to a lot of people on a wider, in a wider way. Um, so I feel like that brings us to a point where maybe I should touch on a couple of things that really just quickly that would be not pitch worthy. I kind of alluded to a few already, but basically if it's something everyone else is doing, it's probably not pitch worthy because again, you need to have that reason for why they'd want to cover you, reason for why it's you and not somebody else who's offering a really similar business. And if there's a lot of people doing it, doing the same thing, there's just no reason to focus on you. So say, say you offer web design service or um, a photographer, you're a photographer. There, those are just industries where I know there's so many people doing those things and it can be really tough to differentiate. So, you know, you want to offer a story on your services, then you're a photographer Eh, nobody's going to write just about the fact that you're a photographer offering photography services. They're not. 
just because it's a dime a dozen, there's a million photographers, there's no real story there. That's just not a story. But say you're a photographer and you're offering free services or doing a special project on babies who have just been released from the NICU after being born prematurely in our first getting coming home, like in their first days home. Um, and you're documenting those first moments as they walk into their house after getting brought home from the hospital or something like that for their families to remember this special time and kind of document this and the money that you make from doing this, you're donating to a charity that has to do with like preemie babies or donating back to the hospital for a program that they're doing or something like that. That's unique. That's something that that's your pitch of a pitchable angle. That's something that people might be interested in. Your, your local publications are interested in that because it has that human interest kind of angle, giving back, um, and it pulls on the heartstrings and like, it's probably adorable. So that has some great pitchable angles there. You can see how different that is than saying you want to have a story written about your photography business. That's one really specific thing that you are doing that sets you apart from other photographers. That's something that a lot of people in the community would be interested in and really shows that you're doing something, you know, again, human interesty story that's really shows a lot of caring. So that's one way you could, you know, and not to say that you should do things like that just to be able to put yourself to the media, just to get like articles written about you. But, you know, there are some that people do definitely do, you know, you can create programs and services because, you know, it's something you can get attention for. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. So if there's something like that that makes sense for you, then by all means, look into that. That may be what you need to differentiate yourself. Um, Another thing that's probably not a good pitchable angle is something that has like an event that has no, again, I kind of touched on that a little bit, but an event that has no news tie-in, no charity component. Um, you know, if you're just hosting an event for your business or hosting a workshop or something like that, that's not really something people are going to write about. You can probably pitch it to some calendar listings, maybe get a little bit of media attention that way or get, get some attention that way, um, get listed somewhere, but you're not going to have like a whole article written about that. Nobody's going to write a story about that unless it's like, a 50 year anniversary party of your business and your, you know, your business has been a huge pillar of the community and, you know, people really love you and you are probably giving back in some way, even then you probably need to have like that charity component. That's kind of like one of the only ways to get like a great article about a event, an event. If the event ties into something really specific to like really important local news that is going on right then, or again, has that major charity component, then sometimes you can make that pitchable. But even then it can be a long shot and to try to get, to get that right about beforehand. Sometimes what people do is if you can submit great photos of really well-known kind of names and faces that came to the event, then you can get some play afterwards. Maybe somebody will do a little recap of the event or most likely just kind of publish some of the photos from the event and saying who was there. But an event itself is generally very tricky and generally I say is not a pitchable angle. So yeah, that's pretty much it. There you have it. Some thoughts on what is, what makes something a pitchable angle and what doesn't. And I hope that it's helpful in thinking about what kinds of things you want to try to pitch for your business to the media. 
I truly do think there is almost always something that you can find. So hopefully thinking, just kind of hearing about all that and thinking about those different ways of thinking about it might have helped you come up with some ideas already. And, um, you know, thinking about even maybe something that doesn't fully exist right now, but something you could kind of implement without it being totally crazy that makes sense in your business that might be worth, you know, might help you get some attention for. And if it didn't jog any thoughts already, then maybe take a couple minutes right now and just kind of think about it. Think if there are some ways that you could kind of turn some of these things into a pitchable angle for your business. Because yeah, I think everybody has it. It just, it just has to do with how you think about the right way to bring these aspects together, um, for your business and and how you, what you have to offer and interact with the world makes sense for these publications. So take some time to think about it, come up with some of your best angles and feel free to leave them in a comment on the post for this episode on Instagram, which is female millennial entrepreneurs and, or message me directly. I'd love to hear your thoughts, hear what you've come up with. If you have any questions, I do have a fair amount of experience just in terms of knowing what types of pitches get responses from writers that I've worked with through the years and which just get totally ignored or which ones they say are no good. So yeah, I hope that that's helpful. I hope you have some good ideas. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast so you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes with your favorite takeaway from this episode. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and other links are always in the show notes and we're always happy to hear from you with thoughts, ideas, or even suggestions of someone you'd love to hear me talk to on the show. You can also submit guests online at polinapr.com slash podcast. Lastly, please drop a comment on the post for this episode on the podcast Instagram at Female Millennial Entrepreneurs to let me know you listened. Tune in next time.